following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Monday, welcome to the show live from the SWBC Mortgage Living Room. This is Hanging with Let's the Boys, go. Jesse Holly, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels. Thank you, Wingstop, for allowing us to bring this show on your behalf. Fellas, what a game. Trap game. Trap game. Almost got trapped. Trap game. Man, nah, no, oh, no, man. No, no, no. I don't want to hit. Nope, nope, nope. Because y'all called me fake all last week. So don't try to talk about trap game now. When I was trying oh, to bring the positivity oh, all man. last week, y'all called me fake. Y'all said y'all didn't want to do the show with me. I was talking blasphemous. I was talking crazy. Jesse, here you go. Always just trying to bring something up. You know, they the, the the fans want the credibility from you, Jesse, not the lies. And almost almost everything that I said, almost everything. Oh, that here I we go. Said, here we go. Here we go. That's right. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah, here we go. Jay Holly is on the soapbox because almost everything I said, except for the for the likes of Kurt Daniels, you two other slappies, fine was was. was <laughs> Was laughing at me, clowning me. Kurt was on my side. Kurt was on my team. He was like, you know what, Jesse? What you're saying? Almost everything to a team, down to a special team touchdown. We were this close from getting two of them. Kickoff and pump. Uh, uh, the quarterback almost got hurt. I mean, it was it was wild and freaky, man. It was wild and freaky. Are you done? <laughs> it was wild and freaky. And I will say this right here, Jesse. You were right. What? Oh. Hold on. That's you it. Were, that's it. Uh, Stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> Stop the count. Cut me off, Stop man, the count. I'll, I'll finish. Stop the count. Nate you said that right. I was right. Stop you the were count. Right. All except the most important thing. <laughs> we lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I except do, the I most important thing. <laughs> yeah. I demand a recount. I demand a recount. I only. I'm only taking. The, the the legal and legit numbers stop the count. I would demand a recount. Oh, fellas, <laughs> well, I, I, I tell you, and I'm gonna tell go you ahead. what's so. I'm gonna tell you what's so amazing is I'm watching this game, and I'm saying I'm the I'm if we pull this guy out, I'm like I'll be the I'm going on Twitter, which I never do. I'm like from now. On, Jesse is the gospel. <laughs> I was ready, man, to put in big caps. Jesse is the gospel. Then all of a sudden, uh, Jalen Smith showed up. Oh. Not once, but twice. Mm. And he brought along his partner, Layton. I was, <laughs> I was shocked at Layton. I was like, Layton, come on. This ain't you, my brother. You know, yeah. and then to, and then to hear him. And then my man came on and said, questionable calls. I will go for one questionable call, but I will not go for two. You cost us. It was the fourth possession. Of, of, it wasn't a lot of possessions in the second half. It was the third possession. 
that you and Jalen tried to give them a score and your defense held and held them to, held them to three points. It went from 16, uh, 16, 15 or something like that to 16, but to 18, 19. It was 18, 16, all of a sudden it was 18, 19. Then the fourth possession, you know, you get rough in the passer. It's just like in basketball. As long as your hands are up over your head, they ain't gonna call nothing. But as soon as them hands come down, even with your body, they gonna call something. All right? They gonna call something. And, it, and then it went five yards, seven yards, three yards, 42 yards, and an eight-yard touchdown by Ebron, who they literally had shot down the whole night. When you yeah. play that hard and you line up and know where you're supposed to line up and your rookie Gallimore sparked people on a third and one, sparked people on a fourth and one, and inches – I'm talking about the length, brother. The length. And you come up at the end of the game, the leader, the so-called leader, the captain of the team. And you can tell us that we got to work hard. No, my brother. You got to work smarter and help your team win. I, I got to get this out of it because last night I didn't want to crush him on TV. But you can't do that, man. You can't come before your teammates on a game that the world counted you out, even Nate Newton, the most ultimate fan, and let a possible six points, seven points to determine how this game is played. Now, don't get me wrong. Right before the half, we should have just tried to run the ball and got, got the three points. But once again, offensive coordinator gets a little hungry, which they all do, and and and, and costs us no points because we got an interception. But those plays like that at the end of a game coming down, you you may have thought a rookie would have done that, but not veteran guys. Other Kurt? than that, my friend, mm-hmm. Jesse was almost the gospel. Almost, <laughs> Kurt. What what did you think about the game? Before we get into the specifics, it was exciting, and you know, I was I was on the the Jesse bandwagon there, thinking that all the every all the little things that needed to fall right were starting to kind of fall right. But in the end, I think it was the difference between a winning team and a losing team, and you saw the talent and the and the and the discipline and all that kind of rise to the top in that last quarter. So it was fun. They gave them a good run for it, but uh, in the end, you know, the better team actually won. Yeah, part of me was. Part of me really, really wanted them to win that game. And part of me was like, we will hear about this for the next four years if, the, if they win this game because Jesse will not shut up about this if, if they <laughs> Never. win. Never. So I was Never. ever. Shut up. <laughs> Never. But no, man, I tell you what. It's, it was, and Nate's going to hate me saying this, but it was, if you are a Cowboys fan, it was almost the perfect situation. And I, and, I hate, and I hate to say this, but your team showed life. You showed fight. You know, whenever Juju Smith was going to do the T.O. thing on the star, you know, Randy Gregory knocked the ball out of his hand and Antoine Woods was going to take him out if he would have made it out to the star. So, I mean, you showed fight on several different levels. Your defense – 
remarkably better. Your your four string quarterback looked like a legitimate backup quarterback in this league. You're playing a undefeated team coming in here, and you 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 lost. Which if you're on the mindset of hey we want a high draft pick, you didn't mess up your draft pick. So I mean, but I, I, it. I mean, it gave me hope. I mean, it was fun to watch Cowboys football again. It gave me something to look forward to for the rest of the season after the bye week. And, you know, I, I, as a player, I want to get y'all's perspective. Are there such things as moral victories or is losing to an undefeated team the same as losing to a, a you know, winless team when it comes to the end of the game? Nate, because we're going we're gonna to say the same thing, Nate. I already know, so you, you go ahead and say it. We're going to say the same thing when it comes to moral <laughs> victories. He already said that I was going to hate what he said, and I hate what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as, as players, you don't take anything. There isn't a moral victory for players in the end. It, there's no uh, a positivity like, yeah, no, we Kurt, did play better. Kurt, you, no, no. No? You, you work – so hard. And, and, I, and I say this to people all the time when it comes to football. You can't like football. Football is not a like sport. It's a love. And when you love something, you're willing to go through anything and everything to achieve whatever it is that the goal is for that thing that you love. Football hurts too much to take moral victories. I, I want the victory. That's why I put in all that work. That's why I push myself to the limits. That's why I take the pain and the anguish and the and the hurt because I want a victory. The victory, the, the moral victory doesn't satisfy anybody who's worth anything in, in, in our profession. Uh, as far as players, you do not accept moral victories. There is no such thing. That's a fan thing. That's a media thing. That's never been a player's thing. It'll never be a player's thing. And that's why when people killed me about a year or so ago when I when I talked about, you know, even if you make it to the second round or the third round of the playoffs, whatever it is, you failed. And like, well, you didn't fail. No, you failed because you saw you you left you left the harbor in with the intent to get to the promised land. And when you don't get to the promised land, you fail. Now there's lessons in failing that we all can learn from, but it's a failure nonetheless. So for this, for the fans and for us, it finally gave us something enjoyable to watch. You know, we haven't had that feeling in a long time, but but players, we don't we don't buy into moral victory. That, that's not a thing. That's not a thing in, in, for a player because you just put too much work in and, and, it's, and a moral victory doesn't satisfy, doesn't suffice for that, that type of work that you have to put in and the, the thing that you have to sacrifice in order to get to that point. So no, moral victories. Mm-mm. But do you feel better you know, as a player on this? Go ahead, Nate. You, you know, uh, uh, you know, I talked to some guys after the show last night, and they basically went down this road. And l- let me let me tell you what moral victories get you. And uh, you may not like what I'm about to say. Moral <laughs> victories, more vic- No, I'm serious. Moral victories get you eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven. They get you one and fourteen. They get you two and thirteen. More that's what more victories get you because that's what you get in the habit of saying. So you be the Dallas Cowboys, the Detroit Lions, and you be those type of guys for year in and year out and year in and year out. It becomes a point where when do you get tired of the more victories? It, how do teams continue to stay on top 
you know, and don't have high draft picks every year because they're not looking for more victories. They're looking for the hardcore win-loss column, and that is what gets you over the hump. If you look at a guy, how can he help me now and in the future, and, and you build your team on those, on those bases, then we can stop with the collective moral victories. But you, ha- after a, a loss like that against a team like that, you as a player, you have to be feeling good about the direction of this team now after that game, right? I mean, that's a, a positive what that comes out to, of this game. What, what you have to be feeling as a player is that you – did you go out there and do everything possible within the team scheme and your abilities? Did you do everything the best of your ability? And then you look around and hope that everybody else is feeling that feeling because that, that feeling is a feeling of depression. That feeling is a feeling of letdown. That's what that is. And that's why you have to go in the, on today and look at film on not the great plays that you did so you can swipe, but the plays that you didn't make that hurt your team. How about the, the coaches? Do you think they're feeling better about the direction? Or is it they still – That's loss? their job to find out. They, they, they have a sense of dread too. Their job is to say, okay, if we did, we would have did – it's always four or five plays, and that's the plays most coaches take to bed with them at night. And that's the – most coaches will wake up that next morning looking at film, how those five or six plays affected their team. Now their job is to dissect that, figure it out, and try to heal that and get it better. Our defense is doing that. You, you couldn't have had a more excited guy for two or three hours last night doing shows for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, I am going to, you know, but when we come on this podcast, like I tell y'all, man, we, we for life here, but hanging with the boys, and we, we joke, we jive, and we laugh. But if, if, if more victories is what we're going to be into, we're not going to have many listeners after a while. True. Well, good point. And we'll take that one into break. And when we come back, let's talk about Garrett Gilbert. Let's talk about the defense. Let's talk about the offense. Let's talk about the rest the of the game because this is this is the gospel. This is the last show <laughs> with this crew for a week. I'm going to miss you Not guys. For me. So let's let's. <laughs> I'm coming on. I'm coming on at 12:30 tomorrow. I'm, they can put me where they want, but I'll be on at 12:30. <laughs> I refuse right, to go on our, anybody else's show. We're going to take our first break. We'll be right back after this commercial break on hanging with the boys. Hanging, hanging, hanging with the boys. Hanging, hanging, and hanging with the boys. <laughs> Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Just like all of you, we at SeatGeek can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. 
Seeky. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Have a second. The show's about to start. I'll have a second, Chris. Come on, Chris. Hey, Come on, Chris. Come on, Chris. Let's go, Tommy Johns. Watching the game in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats. Uh, isn't that cute? If you want to relax like a pro, upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John loungewear. It looks awesome. Feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks and is machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spill. Shop loungewear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. All right. We got a recap of the game. We got how everybody felt about it. There's no moral victories on this show. We got to play mm. smarter football. We got to be accountable after the game. Now, thank you, Shannon. You I about? love you. Keep preaching. There you go. Let's <laughs> keep go. preaching. Nate will be Nate will be here at the same time tomorrow with me, and everybody else will be on a different show. So we'll see where that goes. We'll get to that later. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Garrett Gilbert, Hang what'd in, you baby. guys see? Look, look to me. Can I look, go first? Look, Can I go first? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go jump in there. <laughs> hey, man, this dude look like a young, fresh Billy Kilmer. Got a little gut on him, got a little thickness to it. He running around, Kilmer. bouncing, moving. Wow. Yeah, y- 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 y'all look at the stomach a little bit. This dude got a little gut on him. Now, he looked like a <laughs> high school teacher when he came on to the interview at the end of the game. He like somebody's, you know, long lost son. But uh, the dude played well. Uh, we had a late game scratch with Biotish, and that brought in our loony at center. You notice how he moved up in the pocket and moved around a little bit, bounced out, mm-hmm. made some plays. I like this kid, man. I like and, – and the thing about it, just we got, it wasn't a, hey, somebody got injured and he came in for a quarter. He played a whole game. He played a whole game. And he, and he did what he needed to do. And like I said, I'm not even that, that, that thing at the, at, the, at the end of the first half. I'm not putting that on him because we ran that ball down there. We should have got in a better position to kick a field goal. I think going into the half, and and, and everything would have been okay. It, I, I knew we'd have had to play a perfect game for the gospel to be right. But you know what? I'm excited about this kid Gilbert, man. I'm excited. Thank you, Jesse. Well, just, just temper your expectation just a I will not excited Nate Newton because Why? because Stephen Stephen Jones was on the network today and he proclaimed that yes Galbert, uh, Garrett Gilbert had a hell of a game and gave us every opportunity to win but when the Cowboys return from the bye against the Minnesota Vikings Andy Dalton will be our starting quarterback so. Hmm. I hope your excitement um, carries you through the week. 
Because next week, according to Stephen Jones, uh, <laughs> where you going, Nate? You leaving? <laughs> you leaving <the> show? <laughs> according to Stephen Jones, Andy Dalton will be the starter of the Cowboys. Now, football's fluid. Decision making is fluid in football, and that can change between now and next week. But that's what he said this morning. So, uh, to what Nate was saying, yes. The thi- here's what we have to remember about Garrett, Garrett Gilbert. Like, he isn't some young rookie. He's not Ben DiNucci who just got to this league six months ago. He's been around this league. Yes, he doesn't. He didn't play any snaps. Uh, he has six career passes, but he's been around professional football for a very long time. He's been in systems. He's been in practices where he's understanding. In a lot of his time, he spent time doing what? Being the backup quarterback or being the scout team quarterback, meaning that he was going against other teams' first team defense in practice. So throughout the years, he understands what it means to hear a playbook or hear a play. He understands how to come along the scrimmage, command the huddle, make the audibles, make the changes, and the game didn't seem to overwhelm him. And that was one of the critical things that we saw, the difference in we saw between Ben DiNucci and a guy like Garrett Gilbert. Now, you can, you can nitpick a couple plays here and there, but I do want to give credit to Kellamore and Mike McCarthy. They called the hell of a game. They, they mm. called a hell of a game. This is one of those games that you can put on your coaching resume and say, hey, we went up against a 7-0 football team with our first string, fourth string quarterback, and we, were da- we came down to the last pass of the game to give ourselves a chance to win. Now, we can always nitpick, and there's some things. Maybe they should go forward on fourth down. Maybe they shouldn't have threw the ball down in the red zone before the interception. I, I, I'm with you. All day long, we can nitpick those things. But Kellen Moore... Uh, and Mike McCarthy put together a hell of a game plan, and uh, uh, and Garrett Gilbert did. He took that game plan and worked it to perfection. He got the ball to the playmakers that he needed to get to. He was uh, he was able to see and read the defense and find the matchups. On that touchdown to to C.D. Lamb, he found the matchup. That was the matchup. They they thought they were going to be able to sneak T.J. Watt out there to cover C.D. Lamb in the slot. No, sir, you won't be able to do that. And they found him. He was able to work through those progressions. A bunch of different guys caught the ball and made plays for the Cowboys. He did everything you wanted him to do as a quarterback, minus the one interception that he thrown. And depending on what side of the fence that you're standing on, you put that on him because the ball left out of his hands, or do you put that on the offensive coordinator for even calling that kind of play when Nate was saying you had run it really well up to that point. Give it to your $90 million running back and let him finish the drive, and maybe you get points at the end of that half and give you some serious, serious momentum uh, in winning that game. Do you think this game plan was what they should have been doing all year? I mean, they obviously, I think for the year they're averaging 37% runs, and this game I think they had 43% runs. You saw them. Did they cater this to, to, to Garrett? Or is this something they probably should have been doing all season? I think it's a combination of both. I think, I think Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore both knew you weren't going to be able to have a sustained run game against this team. They were going to buckle down and really try to shut the run down. You were going to have to be able to pass at some point in time. It's all about what passes are we throwing? Are we throwing things that you're just not 
athletically and arm strength able to throw and to process, or are we giving you a lot of the plays that you're comfortable with, that we've seen you throw in practice, that we've seen you connect with guys in practice, and, and a lot of times giving you one or two reads that you have to go through. So it's, it's a combination of both, and you know they were able to go out there and execute it. They executed what they wanted to do, and again, it came down to the last play of the game where the Cowboys could have made me the gospel. Let me say this right here, fellas. Say it. Jesse, next time, if you know something like what you're talking about, for far as listening to Mr. Stephen Jones, and you knew that this kid wasn't going to be <laughs> playing no more, I don't even want to talk about it. Why would I want to <laughs> talk about somebody who's had success, who's done well, who's almost made you the gospel, just to hear he going back to the bench? Come on, man. Well, maybe the coach will have a different idea than the come management. On, Who knows? Yeah, that, that's my question that's, for you guys. What? What? I mean, you know what you got in Andy Dalton, right? This, this. Why not let roll it with this guy? See what he's got. I mean, it's a backup, right? A backup's a backup. You know what Andy Dalton? You saw what he could do. This guy gives you, I think, more hope. They had a, a more complete game with him than they did with Danucci. Or Dalton, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go with Gilbert and, and, and see, see and, you know, see what happens? And this is this is the problem that I have. And we're the only team. We're the only team that does this. We're the only team where our owner and our sons, uh, the owner of our like, they don't need to have like like. What is the purpose of Stephen Jones having a weekly press conference? No other team does that. We're the only team that has multiple people in our organization having weekly radio shows because there was no reason, especially heading into the bye. And, and this is this is where when the Joneses talk about, you know, sometimes they get a fair shake when they say they don't allow coaches to coach and that they're always interfering with stuff on a Monday morning on a bye week. There's no reason you had to answer the question of who's going to be your starting quarterback after the bye. You simply could have said. Hey guys, listen, we're on the bye week. We have a lot to change. We have a lot to get, you know, figure out. Self we're gonna scout. go through the week. We're gonna evaluate everybody and then we'll make a decision come next week. But we, you know, we get some guys healthy, we get some guys back, and we'll formulate a game plan. There's no reason you have to say that on the Monday. And this is sometimes where where they get in the way. And, and I and I, I wanna say this as respectful as possible, respectfully as possible, is that this, and now it now you put you put Mike McCarthy in a very weird situation because they're going to say, wait, if Stephen Jones is saying this, what does Mike McCarthy think? Because next time Mike McCarthy's up to the, to the, to the mic, they're going to ask him about that. So, Coach McCarthy, was this your decision to go back to Andy Dalton or was it someone else's decision to go back to Andy Dalton? And why not keep a guy like Garrett Gilbert who's kind of created a little bit of positive buzz in Cowboy Nation? And it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. And now you have to answer these questions. And now you have this divisive thing happening between the two, the owner and the coach, the coach and the owner, who truly makes the decisions on a Monday morning, on a bye week, when you could have just avoided the question and not said that Andy Dalton was going back to your quarterback. Because now if you change it, we're going to go back and say, well, why did you say that on Monday then? If, if Monday wasn't the truth, why, why, why say it then and not do it now? You, know, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't care who make the announcement. I, I, don't, I, I really don't care when you make the announcement. But all I'm saying, 
is when we was very, very, very competitive with the young Billy Kilmer. Why? Why? The young Why? Billy Kilmer. I mean, he got a little gut on him, dog. I love this kid, man. He wobbled and he, and he moved around. Oh, and then when I saw his face, man, it looked like somebody's uh, high school coach or something, you know, and he got a little squeaky voice. I tell you what, we, we put our – come on, man. And then we – then, then Jesse, don't you ever let me just waste – you like talking like that. I, I, I'm thinking I'm bringing some thunder about this kid Gilbert only to be – have it just taken away. You telling me to a man – to a man on this team, even Chris B was like, man, we may done found something. We done found a better, a good backup. Even Chris B was talking about it yesterday. And then Jesse would let me I don't just make blow the news, hot I air. just report it. Oh, Lord. I don't make the news, <laughs> oh, I just Lord. report it. I, I will tell you this, Nate. I, I thought the exact same thing when I saw the post-game interview. Now, look, I, I love the fashion you know, associated with sports. But there was just right. something whole, wholesome and refreshing about Thank this you. kid. Like a, came small, to the podium. like a loaf of light bread, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he oh. had dress pants on and a, and a white or an off-white button-up shirt, and that was it. It was just like, I mean, no – no, you know, no style points or anything. Just, just <laughs> plain, just plain. This like, dude like, has learned. He went to the University I, of Texas, then fell into the SMU, <laughs> then he played in some street league. This dude, like, you know what? I may dress up five years from now, but today I'm coming in there looking like uh, I shop where Nate Newton shop at. And that's the only way you can get to it. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was kind of refreshing. I was like, okay, like I like it. All right, let's go. All right, fellas, all let's take a last break. All the girls did like it, but all the, you know. Are you taking another break? <laughs> yeah, man, that's what we break? do on these shows. Every, every, every day we do this show, Nate, that we've done it for yeah. this entire season, we take a break at 12.45, and we take a break at 1. And then well, let's just do a more victory break. Let's do a more victory break and keep going. <laughs> Stop, it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All right. We're going to take a break. You know moral victories don't pay the bills. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> we'll be back. Last segment. Hanging with the boys. Just like all of you, we at SeatGeek can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, 
We've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to hanging with the boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, what better way to spend Thanksgiving than in a private suite at AT AT&T Stadium with your family to watch the best game of the year? Head to DallasCowboys.com forward slash hotels for a chance to win a private suite of free nights, hotel stay, and transportation to and from the game on a private Cowboys bus, all courtesy of Hotels.com. And fellas, I am encouraged. I am encouraged. That was the most complete game I think this team has put together all season. I was Since encouraged the by the coaching. Week, I was, I know, and I was encouraged by mm-hmm. special teams for the first time. I, I, they got, they had some trick plays, but I felt like they didn't get too cute with it. Blocked field goal, blocked extra point. Like I, I, I think the arrow finally, hopefully, tilted in the up direction. Uh, I mean, I, I, they let the young guys play, and Nate. When I saw it, when I saw Gallimore blow those guys up in the backfield, yes, I'm like, sir! let them play, man. Let them play. <laughs> that, work man. that work I did at the Senior Bowl with Kyle Yeoman, boy, that show paid off, man. I told them scouts, that's your man right there. Get in round about the third round, baby. <laughs> you know, Randy Gregory had some good plays. Like, I just felt – I felt very encouraged. Now, there – I mean, dare I say – they still got a chance to win this division. I mean, is that oh, stupid oh. talk? Is that just dumb? Not at no, this bro. division. All I want to say is just continue to play hard. I do not want these – I want them to have some success. I want them to feel winning. I, I want them to feel some type of wins here and there. I mean, I, I'm not into the draft picks. I'm not into the division right now. But whatever it may t- see that you're even Kurt's dog believing in what I'm saying. You know, I, I, I'm, bro, I'm, just, I, I'm serious, you know. And I came on the show and I'm like, I know y'all probably like, golly, Nate's gonna be a Debbie Downer. Oh no, it was too much positive happened with the young guys for me to be down. It's just you come so close, and then we have the gospel here on our show, man. <laughs> that the gospel. Sweet. <laughs> That's your new nickname. Said, You're no longer the voice of reason. You're the gospel. <laughs> the gospel. <laughs> I, I said this uh, in my in my little own pregame show uh, that there were four F's that the Cowboys had to do in that game yesterday, and I think yes, these sir. four F's okay. should be something that carries them through the. No, this is this is serious. <laughs> hey, Jesse, wait, 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 Jesse, before you get too games, serious. I, I I I saw you tweet that out, but I got to ask you something because I I didn't listen to it because I was in the press box. Do you do your post game show from your car in a in a tank top? No. 
What am I seeing? What am I seeing on Twitter? That's just Friday. It looks, like you're, it looks like you're in your car. Are you retweeting stuff from Friday? Is that what you did? Yeah, no, that was. Okay. I did a video a little while ago that I was kind of doing an excitement thing. That was in my car in a tank top, yes. But <laughs> okay. I don't do my, okay. All right, I was confused. I want to hear the four Fs, man. Come on, Shannon. Yeah. Go to the four Fs. My bad. <laughs> so the four the four Fs is is that, and we saw a lot of them last night. The first one is fight. And I thought we saw mm-hmm. that last last night. We saw it on the offensive line. We saw it on the defensive line. We saw guys battle. Like they they didn't they didn't back down. And even even the part like it's something small as when Juju Smith-Schuster scored the touchdown and he was trying to work his way back to the middle of the field. You saw Randy Gregory knock the ball out of his hand. But then you just saw you saw Antoine Woods. And believe you me, Antoine Woods, he hasn't forgotten about what was said about this team in general when Andy Dalton got knocked out a couple weeks ago right, in Washington. Right, right. I, I've seen him on Twitter have interactions with people. That 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 still sits with him. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just saw him like looking at, you know, you kind of do like a little hop over there like, no, 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 no. You won't do that here. You won't disrespect us here. So just continue to have that, that fight. I want you, if you fight, you have a chance. If you don't just lay down and give up like we saw Don Terry Poe do many, many, many times, just lay down and give up. And you, you give yourself a chance. You give yourself an opportunity. You, you never know how it's going to go. But we've watched many of U, UFC or boxing matches where the underdog was in there and they were fighting and he got one in and he knocked you out. Just continue to fight. Fly around. Go out there, fly around, have some fun. Like have, fly around, be, be active. Uh, you want guys to go where they're supposed to be going. But even if you're going in the wrong direction sometimes, get there 100 miles an hour. Like, get there 100. And a coach can say, you know what, son? You were going 100 miles an hour. Now just go left next time and not right. But I can work with a guy going 100 miles an hour. Un- unlike what Xavier Woods, who's a terrible, terrible tackler, might I add, said that you don't have to go 100 <laughs> miles an hour all the time. Fly around. Uh, the other one is have fun. Like, football is still a fun game. And you saw it last night. You saw the smiles. You saw the jubilation. You saw the guys really having some fun out there in the football field. Because when you're doing things the right way and you find yourselves in games, that's the fun part about football. That's the, that's the part where you run those sprints in the hot summer days and the padded practices. Those are the times when you're in a football game. You're like, fellas, this is fun right here, man. We get an opportunity to go out here and play this kid's game and get paid a boatload of money. And then the last F for me, it's the F word, the four-letter word. Just mess some stuff up. Like, F some stuff up, man. (laughs) Just go out there and just wreck it. Just wreck it. Just wreck some stuff, man. And that goes for coaches and players. And again, you saw that last night. They they were just trying to get this... Just wreck some stuff, man, and go out there and just do it. And just do it to the very best of your ability, man, and just F some plans up for people. Like, do whatever they, what they thought was going to happen, what they wanted to happen, not today, not right now. If they can do those four things for the rest of the season, I think you're going to see more competitive competitiveness out of this football team. You're going to see these guys flourish more, and you may even see them win a couple of more games. Now, I don't know what side of the ledger you may fall on as far as wanting draft picks or high draft picks or whatever it may be. I, as a former player, I'm always on the side of winning. I'm never going to tank. That's not in my DNA. I know what it takes to have to play this game and to do it and then give up games is, is a slap in the face to those guys. Uh, so 
Yeah, I think if they do those four Fs for the rest of the season, we'll, we'll have more games like we had as far as competitiveness uh, against the Steelers. We'll have more games like that. And we weren't, we know, there aren't many teams left on our schedule that, is, that are 7-0, 8-0, or as good as the Steelers. There are some, but, you know, there are some that if you go out there and, do, and play like how you played yesterday, you'll win those football games. Hmm. Nate, are we going to see that same kind of effort? I mean, this is, they knew they were going up against an undefeated team. They wanted to, to show this in some ways you could joke. You know, you always hear the teams playing their Super Bowl. This was their best ch- chance to play a, a strong team. I think we'll see the same kind of effort when they have to place, you know, face Washington or the Giants or whatever. Let me, let me tell so. you something, Kurt. I, I, I do. Let me, let, 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 I me answer, so. let me answer this right here right quick. Like, let me say this right here quick, like, Kurt. Uh-oh. Whether they yeah. want to Uh-oh. or not after this bye week, Delvin Cook going to force them to give that type of effort. Because if they don't, <laughs> Delvin oh. Cook going to force them to bring that type of effort. If they don't, you talking about 300 yards, cold-blooded rushing. 400 yards from the line of scrimmage. They, this dude is on fire. Is I'm joking, though? Is you think I'm joking? No. This no, dude is on fire. fire. So uh, I, this is one of the games I like, Jesse. When you turn on the film, you don't have to create nothing. It's there, live and in Technicolor, baby. Everybody, iPhone, so what, iPad, and I, whatever, got it. Believe. What, what do you think the difference? What What do you think the difference was on? Uh, I mean, you could you can say the play calling, and then Gilbert kind of gave them that spark, and and but on defense, I mean, this is the same defense, the same schemes. What do no, you think not. the difference was on defense? Are they starting to figure it out? Did they change the scheme? What it? What is it, Nate? Oh, it's all of the above you just said, my friend. They figured <laughs> out the scheme. The coaches are figuring out what the players can do. And now they got players that had a little success, breed more success, and believing. And believe sometimes when you get, a little, get, away, get away from, you know, you preach one thing and film show another. Like Jesse love to say, the eye and the sky don't lie. You can't tell me to be in the A-gap when this guy eight gaps away. So, But now everybody's being held accountable. I don't have to bring up what's done left here. Everybody has to be held accountable, and everybody is being held accountable. You got guys that you drafted the cornerback. You drafted the three technique. You, you know, and if we can get uh, Bradley or Nate, some way he can get himself on the field along with Gregory and these guys, these guys are believing now. And they're playing full speed as they learn and understand what is asked of them from this defense. Man, it's, it's, it's time to rock and roll, baby. It's time to grow. It's time to get better. It's time for me to go to the senior bowl, baby, and get some more players. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just good at what I do. I'm sorry. Oh, nice. All right. I mean, Jesse the gospel, but I but I have to go out and get nah, these plays for, for him to brag on. He the, he the gospel, but I got to go out and pick him. So you got to right, do it. The, the Lord just give it to me. So I, I'll just take it. He just imparted yeah. he just, he just yeah. the wisdom Some of us have to labor. So I, I just receive it. Yeah. 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 You, got the, big, not you got the big church, and I'm the guy that got the little church, and I have to go work Favor ain't right. fair, man. Listen, my robe, is, my robe is filled with colors. I, I'm yes, okay. I'm okay, brother. Right. My, my robe is going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we got – so now we we got the beard – we got the gospel, we got the stats guy, and then we got the right. big guy that ain't dumb. That, that's that right, baby. I ain't dumb. 
I ain't dumb now. I can act that way. <laughs> Big dude, you so crazy. <laughs> that was she used to say until I leave that house. Oh, he got me. <laughs> Speaking of, the rest of this week, fellows, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, we're mixing it up. And then we're off Thursday, Friday for the bye week. And we'll be back next Monday. The we're show tomorrow. On okay. on this show in this time spot, okay. hanging with the boys, I will be hosting with Rob Phillips, Danny McRae, and Ambar Garcia. Nate Kurt, what, what show are you on tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> I'm with uh, Derek Eagleton, our beloved leader, and then Isaiah Stanbeck and Barry Church. The so Jesse Holly lookalike. He wants to look what, like me so bad. What what, what time Long are you on tomorrow, yeah. Kurt? Which, what time uh, slot are you in? I think it's the show right before this. This 1130. One. 1130. Yeah. And then Je- Jesse, what show are you on? I'm on the Players Lounge at 2.30 p.m. It's myself, Everson Walls, and Nui Scruggs. And I can tell you right now, I already know Nui and I are going to get into battles Ooh. upon battles. Because Nui is a guy who thinks he's always right. And as you guys know... I you're the gospel. always right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks yeah. to the great no, scout the Nate Noon. So, yeah. And, and then, then Nate, the great scout yeah. Nate Noon. Nate is supposed so, to be on Talking Cowboys at 930 with Kyle and Nick, but that's to be determined. We'll see if that happens because he swears he's not doing it. I will be so, on tomorrow to at 1230. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in the studio. So Jesse, I don't care I didn't mean what to y'all do. I didn't mean – I didn't mean to cut you off. You were saying you were going to battle with Nui the whole show? Oh, yeah. That's, that's coming. From barbecue to football, it's, it's coming. Let's do it. All right. We're go- Mixing it up the next two days. Chris Beam will be running all the shows as usual. We will be back. No shows Thursday or Friday. We'll be back next Monday. I'll the be same on Thursday time. and Friday with Jesse. Oh, let's okay. do it. Well, well, I'm gonna come to your you, house. We're gonna do a show from your house. You, you better run that by Chris because I think he's taking the day off. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let me know how that we'll works just out. Get, we'll just there. let Jesse do it in his t-shirt, in his car. There you go. And it's Tommy John's. <laughs> I'd like to see that. You two in Jesse's car doing a show. <laughs> I like that idea. Fellas, enjoyed it. I will see y'all next week, same time, same place. Y'all have a good bye week. And we will see you then. Chris Beam, thanks for keeping us on the air. Nate Newton, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniel, Shannon Gilbert. Thanks, Derek Gilbert, for giving us a great time. Thank you, Gilbert. Thank you, Wing Thank Stop. you, Derek Gilbert. We will see Love you next you. week. We'll see you no more, but it's all right. I will you be here same time, stand. same okay. place tomorrow. <laughs> Tune in. It'll be a heck of a show. Peace. 930, baby. I'll be on. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?